Hey yo, welcome back to my YouTube channel. It's a bit of a darker setting, basically. I broke my ring light. I've had this, ooh, my face. Let me just lock the color, if that's gonna help. I'm still pale, okay. Um, I've had this ring light since 2020, when I first started my YouTube channel, and it's been two years and it's finally broken. So I've had to, obviously the tripod bit has broken, so I've had to position the <coughs> the actual, I don't like the way I'm looking. I've had to position the actual ring light on top of a mug and then kind of place my phone on it. It's a bit dodgy. The colour keeps acting up, I think, because of how bright the light is. And I'm really looking in a way that I don't like. Can we just keep my skin colour the right colour? And now I'm too dark. But you know what? I'd rather be too dark like this than to have the light flashing and making my face not easy to see so yep it's looking very dim very dark not the best but we work with what we've got basically i just wanted to come up here and no, i'm not liking this color but i'm not liking that color either can we find middle ground <coughs> i've had a cough for like I'll take this i've had a cough for um, i think i first felt ill around this time last week and now i'm on the coughing phase start with headaches body chills runny nose now it's coughing great i just want to talk about a range of different issues today i feel like i'm perpetually talking about discipline discipline is important i'll never undermine or underestimate the importance of discipline I was supposed to go back on a diet that I've been trying to get on for six months and I keep not eating right, but we're not even getting into that. Essentially, my issue is you need to prepare. That's what we're going to talk about today, yes. Prepare is a word that I've been getting left, right and centre when I'm reading my Bible. Preparation. When I'm listening to podcasts. Preparation. When I'm talking to people. Preparation. When I'm thinking. Preparation. And the reason why I keep failing on my diet is because I do not prepare. I don't prepare adequately. If you know that when you break your fast, I practice intermittent fasting. I know when I break my fast, I just want to eat what's in sight. <coughs> so my diet food will take me a minimum of probably an hour to cook, especially if I have to cook it in the oven and stuff. I choose to cook that food when I break my fast. That's not practical. Because I did not prepare what I will eat after my period of restriction and discipline, I end up ruining everything by eating like toast and cookies and things that I shouldn't be eating because I don't prepare. If you know you are on a journey, if you know you're on a journey of character development, personal development, working on your own self, you need to make sure that you're preparing adequately. Little analogy. In the Bible, we all know the story of like David and Goliath, right? And one way I like to read it through is David said when he was going to go kill the giant that he had been practicing with, for example, looking after his father's sheep. When a lion came and took the sheep, he like killed the lion. I think there was a bear as well. He killed the bear. And it was this experience he used defending his father's sheep that trained him and gave him the courage and skill he needed to defeat the giant. The giant was just a bigger version of the lion, a bigger version of the bear. And because David was found faithful and diligent in his season of preparation, he was able to get all the hype and blah, blah, blah. After he killed the, um, the Goliath, everyone was hyping him up because he'd prepared. 
and you even see it with athletes. I saw a quote one time that athletes like sprinters who are sprinting for what, 10 seconds? That's like 10 years of preparation. The most beautiful and wonderful things we see are products of the years, the hours, even the minutes spent in preparation. And because we're living in a society where we want instant gratification, our attention spans are decreasing due to the amount of time we spend on really harmful platforms like TikTok and Instagram that feed us with quick bursts of information and dopamine hits without us fully internalising what we're reading or what we're watching or listening to. It's conditioning us to expect the same in wider day society in our everyday life that we want quick results we want fast success we want quick track schemes to wherever we want to be we don't want to put in the work and i know kim kardashian said it like um get your ass up and work nobody wants to effing and work these days there is an element of truth to what she's saying of course like some people are saying you don't understand the inequalities and things that people go through i know i know but strip it to base value take it for what it is get up and work I'm not sure no I'm actually quite sure because I'm one of those people I tend to be one of those people we don't like the prospect of hard work sure the aesthetic hard work with the background music and editing and nice filters but hardcore hard workers in I'm waking up 5am to go for runs in the morning I'm exercise I'm losing I'm exercising I'm losing sleep to work on my projects and businesses. I am networking. I'm doing things that make me uncomfortable because I have a goal. I want to get there. Therefore, I put in the work. There are times where I do not want to exercise, but I still try and do it. I haven't exercised for like three weeks and that is because of me giving in all the time. But like legit, a few days ago, was it two days ago? I said, okay, listen, at least once a week, I'm going to be doing something active. That's a big step for me. I like to sleep. I like to chill in bed making the decision to choose to be active is me putting in the work it's not convenient i want quick health i want quick results i want quick growth but when i put in the work do we want to put in the work and it all links back to that season of preparation that i was talking about before something big happens you need to prepare and you prepare through putting in the work what is putting in the work putting in the work is quite a broad phrase right now but it's essentially doing what needs to be done i have a bunch of assignments i'm looking at them i'm thinking i have to write multiple essays now before next week how am i going to get this done me looking at it isn't going to do anything i had to put in long hours of work i woke up at like around 8 30 a.m by 8 45 i'm writing essays took my first break at one I, w I had to, even though it was very uncomfortable, put in the work. I wanted to relax this evening, but no, I had more work to do, so I put in the work. When people say, why do you get good grades? Why are you so knowledgeable on this topic? How are you able to speak like this, talk like this, bring out that knowledge? It's because of the seasons of preparation. Even in an exam, an exam is a product of what you prepared for. Throughout the years or months or weeks, you are preparing for an examination and you sit it and that's where you show the what's the word you show the fruit of your labor you show the effects of the work you put in a lot of things in society are based on the principle of preparation and i love to say that you reap what you sow we do see people who appear not to have put a lot into what they're doing but are still very successful that doesn't negate the fact that what you sow you reap i know that where my youtube channel is right now is a product at least partially of the effort i put in you know i've been inconsistent the content i produce isn't always high quality sometimes i ramble sometimes i'm not very intentional and present with the camera as i'm filming and that's because my 
channel turnout is partially a product of the effort I put in. Even if you don't get big res the big results you were expecting to get, once you start putting in more effort, you will start to feel more pride in your content. I won't have a problem promoting a YouTube channel that I know I put a lot of effort into. And not everybody does that. Not everybody puts in things with the intent to see it blow. It's one thing to have high aspirations for whatever you're doing, your business, your hustle, your project. And it's another thing to align your aspirations with the effort that you put in. Effort is really important. Preparation is really important. And it's something that shouldn't be undermined. People who are public speakers often hone their skills through experience, through time, through practice. They say practice makes pro perfect, but practice also brings improvement. Perfect isn't attainable for everybody, but there's a level of improvement that you'll get to that almost mirrors perfect. I was listening to someone speak and they said, a lot of the time now in society, we're prioritizing balance. Be balanced with work and play. Be balanced with health and um, unhealthy stuff, discipline and laziness. Like, But they were saying, if you genuinely want to be the best in the world at what you do, there's no time for balance. You have to be in balance. You have to be consumed and obsessed with what you want to the point where you finally achieve it. And when you finally achieve it, that's when you can start looking for balance. And I really like that. I know that it's important to find balance and be relaxed, but if you genuinely want something so bad, you have to be willing to sacrifice to a point where it's uncomfortable. I am not super comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that is why I allow myself to indulge in things I shouldn't do. That's why I let myself sleep in those extra hours. That's why I let myself push work over to the next day. That's why I postpone different businesses and projects that I wanna do. Because I'm not comfortable with the idea that I'm going to lose sleep if I want to achieve this. I'm too comfortable being relaxed and telling myself that in the name of finding balance in my life, it's okay for me to postpone the things that I know I aspire to do. But essentially, if you really want to be the best at what you want to do, if you really want to reshape and shake society, you are going to have to immerse yourself almost completely in what you want to do. You're going to have to put in the work. Putting in the work looks different for everybody. Some people can get away with lesser work. The lesser work of other people maybe the really intense work of you. I know in certain subjects, for example, the revision I use for psych psychology is a lot more than what I use for English language because I know they both use different sides of me. Psychology is more content-based for English language. It's more technical. And when it comes to the technical aspect, I know I'm stronger. And when it comes to the content aspect, I know I need a lot of revision. And that shapes how much work I put in for each subject. So don't always look to other people for inspiration in a way that I want to copy what they're doing exactly. Understand that as an individual with your own goals and your own self, your way of putting in the work will be different from other people. I think, at least for me, sometimes I place too much emphasis and too much like I idolize people to the point where I think that their way of doing things is the only correct way and I, I try I try to apply the methods that work for them to myself but it doesn't end up working for me because we are not the same people I'm somebody who naturally likes to compare myself to people not always to depreciate myself but to measure if I'm doing okay to measure my success that surely if this person is doing this then and I'm doing that that means I'm fine. But sometimes you need to send, set your own standards. Like don't base your standards on the people around you. Especially if you're someone who 
wants to revolutionize society and the world and your specific field you cannot keep relying on the standards of other people so the work and effort that you put in will look different from other people but around me I've just been hearing so much preparation 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 and I believe that the time I've been put into the environment I've been put into is a place where I'm supposed to learn how to prepare myself how to get ready for things that are coming up next and if I don't utilize this time properly when the time comes for me to really show forth my skills I will show a product of my preparation that's why it's important to put in the work don't get upset thinking it's not fair I have to do more than other people if you aspire to achieve more than other people if you aspire to achieve your very best you have to put in your very best and laziness shouldn't be normalized there's not much time for laziness because in reality if you want to do great things you do not have room for mediocre activity I have to condition myself to believe that you don't need as many breaks as you think you do. It sounds a lot, people will say I'm putting myself under pressure, putting myself under too much strain, but genuinely I do not need as many breaks as I think I do. I used to think, okay, after every 25 minutes of work, I'm gonna take a five minute break, I'm gonna relax. But I noticed that on some days I'm completely fine with working four hours straight. And on other days I need a break every five minutes. I mean, every 30 minutes, not five minutes. That's at that point, just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking but sometimes I need a break every 30 minutes and I work in accordance to how I'm feeling that day of course there's still a level of principledness and discipline that oh I don't feel like doing work I still have to do it but if I know that I'm on a day where my attention span is very low and I'm very jittery I'm not going to put myself through that pressure but if I know if I wake up hyper focused I'm going to allow myself to do that four hours straight of work when I was working on my EPQ dissertation I wrote it in about six days, 5,000 words, because I was in a period where I could work straight, edit straight for like six hours at a time. There were some days where I wasn't like that, so I chose to do another piece of work that required shorter bursts of energy rather than long, consistent ones. Understand yourself, understand your limits, stop looking to the shared way of doing things in society as a base for you. If you know that you can do more than what is the normal for everyone else, do it. Start becoming comfortable with your own cues, your own body, your own signals, your own mind. I'm able to perceive when I'm having good days, when I'm having bad days in terms of productivity and I work around that. There are certain days where I know that in order for me to do what I need to do, I need to be in a fasted state. I can't be getting, you know, distracted by food and things like that. If I have a big project coming up, most likely I will not eat for the majority of the time I'm doing that project. I will position it in the morning and then just eat in the afternoon or evening because I understand the way I work I understand how my body likes to work and I go with that that is the way that I'll be able to maximize the most of my energy I think we need to be more in tune with ourselves especially in this season of preparation because when it comes for you to shine to show forth your talents and your hard work you need to understand yourself to the extent where when an issue gets thrown your way you know how to handle it I feel recently I've been going through a lot, not in the sense that I normally go through a lot, really having internal reckonings with myself about aspects of my character that I thought I'd solved, but now looking back, I realise are still very prominent issues. And to really address things with yourself and tell yourself that in this area of your life, you are very immature. In this area of your life, you are hurting people. In this area of your life, you are opening yourself up to probably emotional abuse from people to be walked over by people you're making yourself look like a fool really being that critic but coming from a place of love like you know you can critique yourself with love with the desire that you will become better and progress and develop 
that's what I mean by now I've been going through things that are making me really understand that this is a season of not only physical preparation and academic preparation but also emotional preparation because where I'm going to next I need to be fueled up and built up emotionally adequately so that when the time comes for me to show forth my skill my talent and my excellence I'm not going to be caught up with things that I should have addressed in the past there's a time and a place to address things it's like you're allowed to be immature when you're seven you're allowed to be immature when you're 10 when you're 19 20 you can get away with immaturity when you're 40 people expect different things from you because when they see that immaturity when they see that envy and jealousy they see it as this is an issue you should have dealt with in your teenage years that was the season of preparation for mid-adulthood so I'm like what season of preparation am I going through? Also, in regards to seasons of preparation, don't always assume that you're on the same level with everyone else. I had to progress in certain aspects of my character before a lot of my age mates, just because where I want to go requires me to have a better sense of maturity and sophistication. You're not set by the same standards as everyone else, and that is okay. This is why I talk about having to know yourself understand your mind and your body well so you can act in accordance with whatever's thrown at you and really personalize it to yourself i may be really good at handling conflict in the work setting but not good at handling conflict within the family and i know this so when later on in life i'm thrown with something that relates to conflict within the family i know that i have to take special care and i only take this special care because i've taken the time to be in tune with myself understand how i feel my emotions and my different the different things that i struggle with but really i it was in regards to just learning about forgiveness grudges jealousy understanding that these are still issues unfortunately that still in certain settings in certain contexts I still struggle with and it's one thing just because you don't overtly present these issues doesn't mean they're not there you may be very good at hiding your internal emotional conflicts but that doesn't mean they don't still exist and I'm learning that you can only hide things for so long one time eventually they will burst out i've had situations where i've lashed out at people as a result of built up frustration in regards to our friendship which i thought because i wasn't showing didn't exist it does exist learn how to address things emotionally and you should be grateful for the season of preparation because it's a time for you to see where you're going wrong see where you can develop before it really matters you know so in the season of preparation you may realize that you need to work on your public speaking so you work on it and then when the time comes for you to speak publicly you've already prepared the season of preparation allows us to almost think ahead or move quicker to behave as if people are watching if that makes sense behave and change yourself in a way that's presentable before it really matters that's a nice way to put it that before the final game before the final competition you're able to pinpoint your flaws and work on them so never underestimate never undermine never disregard or neglect the season of preparation because these seasons are so important these seasons are what make greatness greatness is made they say abs are made in the kitchen like people with really nice bodies really fit bodies most likely have done months of preparing for whatever fitness show they're going for preparation governs everything in society and if you really want to excel you need to utilize the time you have i'm young i know that i don't have as many commitments i will have when i'm probably 30 that's why now i'm using this time to pursue my passions and my hobbies and to really make the most out of what i have i'm not doing nearly enough i'm still very lazy 
very laid back very oh things will fall into place there are many projects that i want to start many books i want to read many books i want to write things i want to sell but for some reason i'm still leaning i'm still laid back i'm still too chill i'm not using this time that i have well enough and a part of me is sometimes scared that time will pass me by and i won't have done what i need to do but you won't feel guilty about something when you're actively working towards changing it and maybe my guilt is stemming from the fact that I know there are a lot of errors in my life that I'm just allowing myself to sit back in and watch go by. If I'm actively working to be better, actively improving, I won't feel guilty. And recently I haven't felt as much shame and embarrassment as I normally do when it comes to bad character traits and immaturities within my emotional health and development. Because I know that I'm actively every single day working to be a better, more emotionally aware and respectful version of myself than I was the day before. I've made silly mistakes two days ago I've made silly mistakes today but they are much better than the mistakes that I used to make before and I don't feel guilt when it comes to my own inadequacies because I know that they're not inadequacies they're places for me to develop and turn into strengths and what I also realize is a lot of the conflicts and pains that I've gone through especially in the past few months in regards to my relationships with other people and my relationship with myself I'm understanding that these allow me to empathize on a greater degree with people going through similar things last year i remember talking to a few people going through diverse issues and i didn't really know how to fully relate to them because i hadn't gone through what they went through but now this year looking back i'm saying almost all of those issues i struggled to relate with i have now gone through and i'm able to see it through a more different and enlightened perspective and sometimes your pain doesn't just have to be your pain it can be the pain that you use to understand and help other people it's like perspective makes such a big difference. The ability for you to really be there for someone is heightened once you've gone through what they've gone through. And I'm grateful that I went through the things I went through because now I'm able to be a better friend, a better helper, a better mentor, a better mentee, a better present person to the people around me because I understand or at least I partially understand. I've been through this. I've been prepared to give you advice. I've been prepared to be here for you. I've been prepared to comfort you. Life is just a journey of seasons. It's a consecutive line of seasons of preparation. You are always learning how to prepare yourself, always preparing yourself for something bigger. I'm so excited for what the future has in store for me because when I see the things that I'm going through, when I see the things around me, I understand that everything that's happened i can use it as a purpose i can use it to fuel other aspects of my life i can use it to relate to other people when i'm writing i can now create more three-dimensional more complex and fleshed out characters because i really know what it feels like to be put in that situation there are some times where i feel like close to crying because of things and i just think how can i put this in a book how can i apply this to my character this feeling of loss this feeling of anger this feeling of jealousy this feeling of like upsetness or feeling alone loneliness how are we going to weave this into a character everything i go through can be translated into writing can be translated into podcast episodes into youtube videos and it's so cool seeing how a bunch of experience can be translated in so many different mediums to help people and really dive depict the diversities and varieties of the human experience because life is so complex and beautiful and full of lovely things if only we would take the time to notice them and fully appreciate them and the season of preparation isn't always about fully working towards something great and big one final show of your talent it can also be 
a time of appreciation. Because I'm preparing and there aren't the very large commitments of performing, I'm able to really take in my environment and appreciate who is and what is around me. And I don't think I've fully appreciated what's around me and who's around me. I think I have a long way to go when it comes to doing that. And every now and then through reflection, you know, I always talk about the importance of reflection. I realise how blessed and how lucky I am to have such amazing, amazing resources and amazing people around me. And I know that it won't be like this forever. I know that as life progresses, I will meet a bunch of amazing people as well. But it's just really cool this season of preparation, this time where I really get to be with myself and my head, unpick bits of my character, really hold myself accountable to a greater degree, remove myself from pity. It's not all about me. It's never always been about me. I may think it's all about me, but in reality, it's always bigger than you. There's always something more you can do. You've never always reached the epitome of greatness and success. There's always another mountain for you to climb. Whenever you think you've done it, there's something else to address. And that's the beauty of life. It's like a ball of yarn always unraveling and never really fully unraveling. There's always something else to unravel. And as we progress through these seasons, through these hardships, through these reckonings, these in internal reckonings, we will continue to learn things about ourselves and continue to unlock different corners of our world, our mind, our soul. It's amazing, really, when you spend enough time in your head. I know I do talk about this a lot, how I spend too much time in my head. And at sometimes it's towards very detrimental to my own mental stability because I've legit unpicked myself to a shocking degree. But the more time you spend in your head, it's like you look, in, look at life a different way. Sometimes people tell me things about myself. I'm like, sis, bro, don't worry. I've already been debating this with myself for the past three weeks. But no, I guess sometimes it does make me feel like I brand, dance on the brink of sanity sometimes. Like I'm, I'm like mental stability. Mm, it's, it's a breakaway. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's nice to be very perceptive, very in tune to the different seasons you're going through emotionally. When you know where you are in the journey of life, you're able to work accordingly. And I believe I'm quite good, by God's grace, at perceiving the different areas I am in my life. And I'm growing. I was gonna say at an alarming rate, but I don't think so, because I still do show quite very immature sides of myself when I think I've progressed past it. But I'm learning. I'm learning a lot very quickly. And that's why I'm placing more priority on this season, because I'm like, there's no way that these little life revelations are hitting me left, right and centre. And I'm just going to let them walk by and not use this time to really hone my character and develop myself. The type of woman I want to be, I want to shake, shake the world. I want to shake the world. So I don't have time to waste because I'm going to shake the world. Something I've known for the past two years. When you know where you want to go, what you want to do, you don't waste time. And I'm not acting like someone who's going to shake the world. I'm wasting time. And I don't think I want to anymore. I want to shake the world. Anyways, <laughs> this is super philosophical, super deep. I know, welcome to the real me. Many different sides of my character. 
but I just gave you an insight into my subconscious ramblings. If you ever see me dozing off or staring into space, most likely I'm having an internal monologue like this, dissecting a situation that recently happened, what I can learn from it, how can I, I can apply it to life. Sometimes people will be like, just enjoy life, just be at peace, just live a little, but I'm like, for you, just living in the moment is fun for me dissecting situations and analyzing my character and the characters of people around me or sometimes even writing stories in my head sometimes i create fictional stories in my head and then you know like i'm in the process of working on a new novel so when i'm walking around outside i might be looking at things thinking how i can piece this into my novel when i get home so a lot of the time i'm doing inventory work in my head whilst i'm outside that is my form of living i was talking about it with someone today and i I realized that I'm the a specific archetype and I didn't see myself as a black girl archetype but I think I'm the unconventional nerdy weird black girl like that's my archetype I thought I was the little like Barbie pretty girl black girl archetype but actually sorry if you really don't like stereotypes but to some degree people do box people up in stereotypes and I realized if someone were to box me in a stereotype they'll box me in the nerdy unconventional black girl um and yeah I was that person was like yeah whenever I tried to think of people who you who I could introduce you to I always pick the unconventional black girls who I know never the like you know city girls like you know urban girls or the like pretty you know party life girls because you're just a very niche type of black girl I was like okay and I didn't know how to react to that because I was thinking about it myself that yeah I'm quite weird and <laughs> weird and unconventional but it's something you should embrace I believe it's a very key part of me sometimes I catch myself wanting to put on makeup or to get like a lace front wig and short skirts and things but I'm like do I want to or do I just want to conform to expectations I think people have of me and it's the latter argument that I want to conform so I don't do those things I wear what I want to wear what I feel comfortable wearing and I continue to watch my anime read my books have internal monologues and write fiction fantasizing about changing the world why conform to an archetype when I can create my own it's interesting freeing yourself from that desire that will to be acceptable to be digestible easy to swallow someone's gummy bear so you've got three things you've got the injection the gummy bear and the pill we give the gummy bears to people oops my battery we give the gummy bears to people who struggle to swallow pills so they can chew it so it's easier and the injections are for the hardcore babes who are like listen like i don't need a pill i don't need a gummy bear i confirm the pain i think i'm the injection in this case or something worse than an injection i'm surgery you know i'm not easy to swallow if you don't like me if you can't digest me don't take me but i'm still going to be in your face don't even digest me i don't want anyone digesting me this is a very bad analogy please nobody digest me i'm not digestible i'm not meant to be consumed okay i'm just there leave me on the shelf <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna wrap it up um this video is for my youtube babes by my add it to my podcast so if you want to check out my podcast it's wash day talks on spotify anchor and apple Podcasts, basically every podcast platform amazon podcasts 
Pocket Casts, Podbean, every podcast platform, Google Podcasts, Breaker, what, what else is there? I don't know. But yeah, make sure you listen and please give me a five star rating or a four star if you think. Give me an honest rating and leave a little feedback, like type up feedback. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Thank you for my returning viewers. I love you guys. I'm really starting to get into this content creation thing and people say always surround yourself you know i always say input inevitably determines output so surround yourself with people who are passionate about creating so i've started i've known mo chunks is it mo chunks is that her name she used to have mo chunks tv but i think now it's called mo chunks so i've known about mo chunks for about a year but recently i've just fallen in love with her i've gone through like lots of her videos an alarming amount of her videos she's got this passion for creating i really like her i really want to be her friend i sent her a little email i went to her website i was like listen i really like you <laughs> i like your content and courtney daniela botang is that how you say her last name her as well i really like her as well a lot like a lot those two women are like my youtube mothers right now okay like i'm watching them and following them their podcast stuff like that i feel like i have love for them even though i don't know them on a personal level but surrounding myself with people who want to push themselves okay listen so i was watching courtney daniela's video about her talking about being a content creator right and how she's always motivating herself and the people around her to always produce better content because when you put more effort into your content you will see better results and you'll be more proud of it listening to that video okay the grass was growing i hate cutting the grass but listen due to family dynamics if i ain't cutting the grass and my older brother's not cutting the grass no one else is cutting the grass my older brother doesn't live here so we know he's cutting the grass me so my older brother was here and i was like um can you cut the grass and he was like no so <laughs> i was like upset and he was like oh character building i was like all right cutting the grass i don't want to do it so i was listening to courtney daniela and she was just talking about her passion for being better in every aspect of her life and i was like you know what f it i'm cutting the grass i'm cutting the blooming grass so i've got my gloves on got my bust ass air forces got the lawnmower and started cutting the grass even though i hate it and i did and i cut the grass and i was like thank you courtney daniela because your inspiration inspired me to cut the grass like and mo chunks just watching her content especially her videos talking about different things she went through in uni mental health and relationships just inspired in me a sense of confidence in my content i used to think because i wasn't doing reaction videos or big and shouty things and really flashy editing that my content was somewhat inferior or less than and wasn't good enough but actually watching these people encouraged me that okay i am enough me being present here talking to you guys is more than enough. My content is beautiful. It's amazing. I'm talking to you and imparting wisdom. Even if it's just a chit chat, get ready with me and sit here and listen to me talk. I've already said that I'm branding my content as in, I want you to feel like I'm a friend who you're talking to. Not somebody imposing education on you and things like that. I want it to be like, you know, older sister vibes. I want an older sister. I have two brothers. I really, I found that, uh, recurring thing in my friendships is i look for people for guidance i want people to <laughs> this sounds so emotionally vulnerable but the place where i've been having most recent revelations is the area of friendships and how i just latch onto people with a shocking intensity and it's derived from this need to be like mothered like sistered and comforted like 
to have someone to look up to to guide me I crave that guidance you know to a point where sometimes it makes me emotional thinking about people who used to form that for me and no longer do and how how much that's hurt me in a sense it's interesting understanding that things you thought you'd gotten over you actually hadn't and things that you didn't know you craved you did crave with a great intensity that led you to acting in the way you did you know I look for family now I'm starting to see that in the people around me are you going to be there for me and it's something that I feel like on a personal on my spiritual journey I've been learning that stop placing people as your god like stop placing people in the place of god thinking that they will save you from whatever internal conflict you're going through or whatever emotional struggle you're going through understanding that nobody is coming to save me no one will save me no one has the capacity to save me i should save myself let god save me you know that and that desire to be saved by people to be remedied by people to be built up by people really ruined a lot of relationships because I place too much expectation and too much weight on people that never signed up to carry that weight, that never wanted that expectation. And it leads to just two hurt people in the process. So yeah, where, how did I get into this? Anyways, watching Mo Chunks and Courtney Daniela, they've become my YouTube sisters and I decided I wanna be a YouTube sister to someone, okay? So all of you guys, podcast sisters, well, I'm really excited about this whole content creation. I never seem, saw myself as a content creator because I just thought I didn't put in enough effort to be classed as someone who creates content. But within me, due to my digital role models, a great inspiration and passion has been stirred up to create content. Content I'm proud of. And I don't know how I'm going to get the camera, the editing software, the new phone. My phone, my Apple iPhone 8 is on the brink of collapse. I've been doing podcast episodes on it and YouTube videos. I haven't got my podcast mic. I'm just being lazy. But it's on the brink of collapse and I need an upgrade. So Apple, if you see this, please sponsor me. But yeah, guys, I'm going to wrap up this video. Oops, Jay, I'm filming. Oh, well, that's the time to wrap up. My little brother kind of knocked off my poorly positioned ring light. But yeah, I'm going to wrap up this video. Thank you so much for everyone who tunes in. And have a great day. Bye.